Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Bellasai. Matt Bella, hi, more like. Oh. Get it? 420? 420, blaze, blaze, blaze. here in the studio recording right across from my co-host and producer Barry Finkel. Hi Barry. Hey Matt, what's <laughs> up bro? <laughs> what time is it? It's 4.20 tomorrow. Blaze, 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 blaze. <laughs> I honestly think we're doing a lot for the cause of making it uncool to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing more for dare than dare ever did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the truth. It hurts so bad. People are listening and they're like, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't smoke weed. <laughs> and you know what? You're welcome. We're actually doing a service. More for us. So yes, tomorrow is the most holy of holidays, the federal day off known as 420. And to celebrate, we got another stoned deep dive for you. The kind of deep dive that's recorded when I am what doctors refer to as stony baloney. <laughs> it's so true. Zonked, you know? absolutely blasted into outer space. That is where we go, and that is where we stay. The boom of food. Oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah, orangutan. <laughs> that one doesn't work. <laughs> um, but before that, we're kicking things off with a little bitchin', as always, that we got worse things first, where I shout about the stupidest, most ridiculous worst news of the week. And finally, we'll get to all the good stuff that helps the bad shit go down easier with our chasers. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's start the show. All right, Barry, what is your gripe of the week? What do you have to bitch about? Because you always got something. Every time I walk in, it's always like, oh, here she goes again with this shit. I'm like, can we get a break? <laughs> no, never. I just can't stop with the relatable bitching. Here comes an extra <laughs> oh, relatable one today. <laughs> can't wait to not relate to this <laughs> at all. You also might not because you probably don't sit on the toilet as much as I do. Well, that is wrong. <laughs> 
I sat on the toilet until I was like 16, first of all, for everything. And then, yeah, now I do resent men who choose to sit on the toilet when they could stand just to pee. Okay. But I've done it. Right. So here's the thing. Automatic toilets Mm. that don't have an obvious manual button Mm -hmm. in case of emergency need to go. This is actually an issue in the current office space where I work. (laughs) And by in case of emergency, I mean it just like decides not to flush. And then you have to do the whole dance where you're like, okay, you're fully clothed again. It's still not flushing. And you have to like squat to make it seem like maybe you're going to trick the sensor and you don't touch the toilet and then you stand back up or you're bent over looking at your phone for so long that like the toilet forgets you're there. Right. And then it just doesn't flush. And then it's like you have no other choice. There's no button. There's no what are you supposed to do? You leave. And if someone else goes in the stall, they think you're just a disgusting person who doesn't flush. No, I won't do that to my pride. I won't allow someone to think that I would simply not flush. But what am I supposed to do if it just doesn't have another option? I can't believe there's just no failsafe. I have looked and I cannot find one. And it's happened in a couple other situations as well. So I don't understand it. There should just be a button. Kohler, if you're listening, (laughs) whatever the other major toilet manufacturers are, that's the only one I could think of right now. That is tough. I can't say I've ever been quite in that scenario, but I bet I'll find myself in it now. Yeah. I mean, I love the idea of not touching something to flush the toilet. That being said, not a huge fan of the automatic toilet because I feel like it's just not advanced enough technology. Right. It is absurd that we have so many technologies. Like, we have self-driving cars. Yeah. And we can't have a toilet that understands the one and only time to flush. (laughs) Right. Because it's either it doesn't flush at all or it flushes every five seconds, spraying your ass with an unimaginable concoction of germs. Yeah. Yeah. It's upsetting. It's a terrorist attack. I agree. On the ass. (laughs) Absolutely. You're being assaulted. (laughs) I am also upset uh, following on this theme. Yeah, please. Because famously, a couple months ago, I flushed a bunch of lemons down the toilet. (laughs) Um, Intentionally. It it basically fixed itself, Mm -hmm. I would say. Yes, intentionally did this. (laughs) But now I see a lot of like newer toilets. Not that I've ever been toilet shopping personally. I just kind of play with the hand that I'm dealt. Isn't it amazing to think that like you actually can choose your own toilet if you buy a house? Yeah. I never thought that it was a choice. I mean, yeah, it really is a shame that buying a house is um, fake and nobody (laughs) has ever done it. (laughs) But I am jealous of the idea that people can just pick out their fridges and stoves and like build that shit from scratch. Crazy. Including a toilet. And a lot of newer toilets have these advertisements that are like, you can flush an entire set of pool balls. What? Billiards balls. Why would you do such a thing? Oh, that's like the demo? The demo is like, look at the suction on this baby. Okay. And I'm just like, I had sliced lemons. (laughs) It wasn't like I was doing whole lemons. It was sliced up lemons and it still could not handle it. I should have known better because of the infrastructure of my building. It's like clearly from the 1960s. (laughs) But still, now I just feel like I'm being taunted by this newer technology. Yeah. Also, that demo specifically, it's like, okay, how crazy do you think my shits are? (laughs) I mean, yeah, I've only (laughs) seen that advertised 
I've only seen it like shown in the context of people being like, what the fuck is this? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, I don't think anybody has ever seen it and been like, oh, yeah, that's, oh, that's perfect, that's for, perfect, me. perfect <laughs> for me. My giant shit. <laughs> I mean, famously, my family, we have two bathrooms in the house that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. And my mom would get really mad if anybody would go number two upstairs because if it clogged and overflowed, oh, it would no. cause like bigger issues because then it would go into like the walls or whatever oh my god what a nightmare (laughs) and obviously that was prompted by an overflow incident Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and so i think our lives would have been a lot better had we had a billiard ball standard toilet okay now you know what to get your mom for christmas i guess so yeah (laughs) (laughs) what else is uh eating you up today I don't have anything as fun as that. Mostly I just am mad at my insurance company. Because mm. I I've talked about insurance on the podcast before. Well I The I've, ultimate scam. Yeah. I just want everybody to know how ridiculous it is in New York, especially if you have one of those ridiculous plans that you just have to like buy from the marketplace. Right. I pay over six hundred dollars a month just to have insurance. I want them to sink in, okay? I could literally rent out a like one bedroom apartment in fucking somewhere. Oh yeah, not New York, but yeah, somewhere else. I could buy an entire used vehicle yeah. every month. Craigslist? Oh my god, the things you could buy on Craigslist for yeah. six hundred dollars. I pay over six hundred dollars for the shittiest insurance ever. It covers <laughs> nothing. Basically, what prompted this was that the new medicine that my psychiatrist prescribed, right. my insurance, like the dosage that he prescribed, they were like, "That's above what we'll cover." So, A, I'm taking more than <laughs> the insurance you're, recommended amount. You're actually amount. <laughs> too fucked up to be insured. Sorry. <laughs> he called me today and while we were on the phone. He's like, oh, the fax is coming through. First of all, the fax okay. is coming through. The amount that you pay, they should be able to afford, I don't know, an email address? He was like, the fax is coming through on whether it'll be approved right now. It was like a game show moment. And he came through and he was like, and it's denied. <laughs> And I was like, yes! (laughs) So the full amount that I'll have to pay rather than the insurance covered amount is $175 (gasps) a month for this medication, which is keeping me from going cuckoo. And I'm like, are you shitting me? I what am I paying this money for? Yeah. Absolutely. I I like I'm genuinely curious because obviously the thing that you tell yourself when you pay for insurance is like, okay, if I go outside and like a little kid runs me over with a tricycle, motorized (laughs) tricycle, and every bone in my body breaks, (laughs) I'll at least not go bankrupt. But I'm like genuinely curious what would happen in that scenario. Cause I'm willing to bet I would still be absolutely fucked. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just know from the one ER visit I had this past year where I took an ambulance, I still had to pay thousands of dollars. Yeah. And I'm fully insured. Right. You have actual insurance, yeah. not like fake not New York fake State insurance. insurance. Yeah. Real insurance. <laughs> yeah. Still had to pay so much money. I don't understand any of it. I did kind of like, I was like, all right, the things that I could cut back on, like vitamins that are fake, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. as opposed to a medication that will actually help me, I'm like, I can make up that money somewhere else and still end up net zero here. Uh huh. But it's still but it annoying. Hurts. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. <fucking> painful. <laughs> 
Anyway, fuck Fidelis Care. I'll call the bitch out, okay? <laughs> um, fuck New York State. And shout out to my psychiatrist who did try everything. <laughs> he did try every combination. He was like, I was on the phone with your pharmacy being like, well, what if you do 100 of these and then 250s instead of like 200? And he was like, we tried every combination and it just didn't work. Um, now that I got that out, let's get to the headlines. Alright, worst things first, let's shout about the worst news of the week. First, a man fishing in the Mississippi River caught what may be the biggest catfish ever recorded at a whopping 131 pounds. Well above the Mississippi state record, possibly also a world record. A lot less than some of the catfishes I've been caught by. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh. Classic joke. Wow. About my horrific dating life. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this man whose name is Eugene Cronley, which I think is just exactly Fantastic the type of name. name, yeah. Exactly the name you'd expect of someone who spends his days catfishing. Yeah, on the Mississippi River. Exactly. I always also forget that the Mississippi River is real (laughs) and that people can like fish in it yeah it's a big one i actually don't think i've ever seen the mississippi river i must have at some point in my life it's midwestern yeah it's more like southern it becomes like culturally significant in the south okay sure i mean famously it's mississippi Mississippi. i'm aware i'm just saying don't take it away from illinois and like all the midwestern states that it borders i mean i will it's not ours wow it belongs to mark twain and eugene cronley Exactly. He is now the king of the Mississippi River. (laughs) I do think we should have some type of like spring May Queen, whatever it's called, Mm -hmm. from midsummer. Mm -hmm. I think when you catch the biggest catfish, you become king of Mississippi. Yeah. I just think that's the way we should be running our country. Even though I take that all back because I don't think anybody who spends their day catfishing is someone I want to trust with the government. (laughs) (laughs) I question his politics. The picture of this man holding up this fish, he's in full camo, which I feel That's not even true. He's wearing black and black and blue jeans. Not in the picture I saw. Look at Eugene. What a handsome fellow. Oh, he has one where he's holding it up. So maybe he... Well, yeah, because he didn't want the catfish to see him. Do you need to wear camo when you're fishing? I feel like Um, fish... No. (laughs) Yeah. Fish are in the water. I don't know how fishing works. They don't see you until... They're out of the water. Eugene was fishing in a 90-foot hole. I don't know what that means. (laughs) I'm assuming he was in a boat in a very deep part of the Mississippi River. Uh, Or even, I don't fucking know, is 90 feet even that deep for the Mississippi River? How deep is this shit? I have no idea how this works. He said he's caught a lot of 50-pounders, and he knew from the tug... That this one was going to be a whopper, but he had no idea that it would be the monster that it actually was. It took them 30 minutes at least to reel him in. The problem that you encounter in a situation like this, though, is that there's not enough certified scales that can handle the heft of a big boy like wow. Eugene's. Wow. So in order to get it officially recorded for the like world record, you have to have it on a certified scale. Right. You can't just use like one of those luggage scales that no, like has yeah. a hook on it. <laughs> or even the airport ones because you know they're bullshitting. Yeah. It's like this is not 50 pounds. No. 
Also, when it comes to that, I'm sorry, but they should be deducting how heavy your actual suitcase is. Yeah. It should be the stuff inside that counts. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like if you're already starting with a 20-pound suitcase, it's like, what hope do I have? Yeah. Anyway, so he had to, like, keep the catfish on ice for several days, and then it was losing weight (gasps) before it could be officially weighed. Wow. Which is like, okay, jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Put me on ice. (laughs) But yeah, so it definitely blew the Mississippi record out of the water, which was something only like 90 pounds. So this is 40 pounds bigger than the Mississippi record. Good for this chunky, chunky catfish. The biggest one recorded worldwide was like 111 pounds. But I think the way they classify it is like you have to catch it with a certain rod and a certain like level of line. Sure. Like if you go in and just like shotgun a fish, I don't think they count it. (laughs) People do it famously in barrels. Anyway, shout out to Eugene. Don't ask him who he voted for or where he was on January 6th. (laughs) Next, a Florida man, only in Florida, was sentenced to two years in prison after he was linked to the thefts of approximately 63 golf carts. Hell yeah. (laughs) (sighs) Does he keep all of them? I hope he has an underground parking lot yeah. that is just golf carts as far as the eye can see. I love that. You know how like other people will collect cars and they're like, here's my garage full of pristine cars that I yeah. never drive. And it's like, fuck that. I've got golf carts, baby. Yeah, he's got one of those uh, rotating car parks. Oh, yeah. Where that kind of like raises up to his yeah. garage. He actually so he can... hires models, too, to show them off. Yeah. I want to go to his mansion. Yeah. I'm assuming he's making millions, but actually, no. (laughs) He was making uh, reportedly $280-something thousand dollars for all of them. Okay, okay. Which, I mean... I have no idea what a golf cart costs. Me neither, and I don't think you should. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you can either buy, like, a Maserati. Right. Which I only know of as a really expensive car. I'm assuming it's probably in the range of a couple hundred thousand dollars. That just feels like what a luxury car costs. (laughs) Yeah, of course, of course. Am I wrong? A couple hundred dollars, you said? Thousand. Oh, yeah, no, that's correct. A couple hundred thousand. Yeah, I think so. As in $200,000. No, that feels low. I don't know. I have no idea. Let me Google. How much does a Maserati cost? Okay, it's starting at (laughs) $70,000. Okay, well, a Maserati dealer could have ripped me right the fuck off because I was expecting to pay at least three times as much. Oh, there are some versions that are at like $150,000. Okay. So I wasn't far off. The point is, you can either buy a luxury vehicle or 63 golf carts. Yeah. I'm just saying, if uh, for the 1% that listens to Unhappy Hour, <laughs> for anybody who is in that bracket that could afford a Maserati. First of all, yeah, send us your money instead. I got some student loans you can help pay off. <laughs> Second of all, why don't you consider buying 63 golf carts? Better yet, why do you consider stealing them? So anyway, the FBI started to investigate this guy in 2019 after detectives in Fargo, North Dakota contacted them and were like, listen, we got a hot case for you. Someone's been stealing golf carts since 2017 (gasps) and we need the big guns. So they called in the FBI and they started investigating and found out that it's probably this guy formerly from Minnesota He's been living in Florida and eventually was arrested in 2020. He was caught trying to steal a pair of golf carts from a dealer. 
He steals wow. them from the dealership, straight from the source. Oh yeah, this is he's unused. not fucking around here. Yeah, these are not pre-owned golf carts Mm-mm. that you get from your standard golf carts. These are hot off the factory floor. See, at my summer camp, the unit heads all had golf carts, and we all stole them because. The way you turn them on, you didn't need a key. You could just take a butter knife and put it in the ignition and turn it. So it was, like, very easy to steal. I think more things should have, like, jet ski vests. Yeah. Where it's, like, the key is attached to the vest Uh and you have to plug it in. And that way, if you go flying off, (laughs) it shuts the jet ski off. (laughs) Yeah, I know a lot about jet skis. (laughs) (laughs) I've been on one once or twice. Anyway... I just love it. He steals them in pairs. I don't know how that works. If he has an accomplice or if he's like... Just a fucking flexible mastermind. Yeah. You got your hands on one and your foot on the other. Or he's standing kind of in between them Mm. and driving them both. Yeah. So it's kind of like a wily Coyote situation. Let him free. This guy sounds great. Yeah. He should be teaching like a master class. Yeah. Most of the golf carts he sold for about 2,500 each. So that's pretty reasonable. Sure. Are golf carts electric or gas-powered? They they can be either. I bet. <laughs> I do love that it, this article included his defense attorney's argument, which was basically he had some financial hard times, decided to steal a couple of golf carts to solve his financial troubles. And then from there, it just kind of got easier and easier for him to keep stealing. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, from there it became easier and easier for him to stray from his long-held moral compass. (laughs) I love this lawyer. I do, too. Also, it feels like kind of Robin Hoody, you know? Like, it's a golf cart. I feel like it's famously for golfing. You know, it's kind of a 1% sport. Yeah. He's a little bit of a Robin Hood. Even though you just said that you were around people with golf carts pretty (laughs) regularly. so (laughs) I mean, yeah, they were also the kind that you could turn on with a butter knife. So I don't think it was for the cream of the crop. That's fair. Um, Anyway, he pleaded guilty, sentenced to two years in prison. And finally, police in Michigan are officially on the hunt For Bigfoot. What? That is, authorities are investigating the theft of a seven-foot-tall metal Sasquatch lawn ornament stolen from a home in southern Michigan. Wow. Yes. I love that so far in Worst Things First, the police are after a golf cart thief and a Bigfoot thief. Yeah. Priorities are high. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Stopping no actual crime. Like, these crimes to me, I'm like, meh, that's fine. Right, exactly. (laughs) We deserve this. This does seem to me the kind of level of crime that's happening in Michigan, frankly. Yeah, of course. But what do I know? So the statue is crafted from sheet metal covered in various sharp edges to resemble the fur of Bigfoot. Okay, I always think of Bigfoot as being very soft, but I guess I'm an idiot. Well, yeah, but if it's made of metal... If you're trying to make metal hair, it's going to be sharp. Okay, fine. You can't make soft metal. Jeez. You probably can. Yeah. Aluminum foil. There you go. Well, it can be- gorgeous disco It can get kind of sharp. I've gotten cut from aluminum foil. What I want to know is how did someone steal this if it's just covered in metal spikes and is seven foot tall? It's an inside job. It could be. Yeah. Here's my theory. The owner of the home is the artist who made this Bigfoot- They stole it themselves as a PR stunt to try and get people to commission more Bigfoot sculptures. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He stole it himself. 
Um, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Does hearing the story make you want a seven foot tall Bigfoot statue? <laughs> I want it in my bed. I want to <laughs> snuggle them every night. My theory is that a real Sasquatch stole it. Oh. A real Sasquatch tore it down because mm. that particular Sasquatch was a Confederate Bigfoot leader. Wow. A leader of the Bigfoot Confederacy. And he was like, no more. And now he was like, this is offensive as yeah. a statue and we're yeah. going to tear it down. Your theory about the artist is actually problematic because the artist is racist to the Bigfoot community. That's so true. Another theory is that a Bigfoot stole it because he wanted to mate. Right. That's going to hurt. Yeah. No, I mean, there's no word whether this was a depiction of a male or female Bigfoot. I mean, we don't know how big feet mate. We don't know if it's male to female, male to male, female to female. We have no idea. I feel like I have a pretty good idea, yeah. but I'll, <laughs> I'll keep that to myself. <laughs> and that's it for this week's Worst Things First. Next, we're lighting up the joints, folks, and taking ourselves to Stone Town. Yeah, here we go. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Bobby Finger. And I'm Lindsay Weber. And I want to tell you about a podcast I think you're going to love. Who Weekly is a podcast about everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. Does celebrity news stress you out? Are there too many people you've literally never heard of? Check out Who Weekly, a podcast hosted by Lindsay Weber and me, Bobby Finger. Each episode goes deep into the biggest celebrity stories of the moment. And if you're still confused, we even have a weekly call-in episode where we'll answer the most burning listener queries. Who Weekly airs twice weekly with brand new episodes on Tuesdays and Fridays. Listen and follow Who Weekly on the Odyssey app or wherever else you get your podcasts. Oh, boy. We might have reached a new level. (laughs) All right, everybody. It's 420, the time of year where we celebrate doing drugs. Fuck you, dare. Um, 
Do you know the, the dare mascot? Yeah, the lion? Yeah, the sexy Sexiest lion. lion of all. He was stacked. Closely followed by the Harrison Bank lion. So is that part of their like anti-drug tactic? Was that they were like, guess here's this line that you want to fuck. <laughs> Don't do weed. There's well, guess what? You got it wrong on both counts. Because now I fucked a lion and I do drugs. Yes. This is our legal disclosure that you should not do drugs unless you're under the supervision of a medical professional. <laughs> Or it's legal in your state. And you're of age. So as is tradition here on Unhappy Hour, the podcast, uh, we like to take the occasion of 420 and a bunch of other times throughout the year yeah. to get really, really stoned and, and record this here deep dive wherein I complain about things, but hi. <laughs> um, okay, first... The fact that we used to just like drink water out of hoses. <laughs> That's like a romanticized summer activity. I know, but also it's fucking disgusting. Yeah. No one ever cleans the inside of a hose. No, there's an entire ecosystem living inside of that hose, an entire biome that exists inside of that hose. And then you're just going glurp, glurp, glurp right out the hose. <laughs> Reusable straws really taught me that hoses and straws can and pipes can really be disgusting yeah but they give you that urethra scraper i know and i've started doing straws. that and that's how i learned that those things get disgusting that's actually very triggering for me because they had to do that once on your dick dick oh yeah they had to shove a camera all the way up my entire <laughs> urethra <laughs> oh god that is one of the things i think about frequently that makes me like in public scrunch my eyes up and violently <laughs> shake my eyes. <laughs> um i just think it's weird that we drink out of hoses also i feel like water balloon technology has gotten too advanced for these children way too now they sell these things where you could hook it up to your hose and it blows up like 10 water balloons at once and it's like that's not you need to have at least one kid in the friend group that everybody hates that you make stand by the faucet and fill up all the balloons that you're gonna throw and ruin in 10 seconds yeah. and yes that kid was me <laughs> yeah how else are you gonna get you to shut up one time a kid threw a water balloon so hard at me and my mom had to speak with him <laughs> You're such a little bitch. It was like black and blue. Sure. He like sorry you me. bruise easily. Yeah. Because I'm iron deficient. <laughs> also, um, did you ever have where you'd fill up a kiddie pool with boiling water from the stove? No, we had <laughs> bathtubs. <laughs> not but not to bathe. Why would it be hot water? Okay, picture this. 1997, Chicago suburbs. You got a pool made out of the thinnest plastic you can possibly Full imagine. Lead. Absolutely poisoning every body that's in there. Yeah, basically they made swimming pools that were like, here's a tarp. And then on the <laughs> outside is just like Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> off-brand Tupperware. And then they would fill that up. Uh -huh. And it'd be like a foot and a half deep. Yeah. But because we would fill it up with hose water, it'd be super cold. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So my, we'd sit there while my aunt would boil water on the stove and then carry it pot by pot and dump it in you to warm it up. You little brats. <laughs> fucking deal with the fucking water temperature. 
Why are bathroom garbage cans so small and kitchen garbage cans are huge? Why? Who decided this? Because you know, I'm sure as fuck, not emptying the bathroom garbage can until it is a mountain against the wall. Oh yeah, you're you're putting on fucking gloves on your feet and stepping in it to make it smaller <laughs> and condensed <laughs> before you're yeah. taking that shit out. You know I'm going to let that thing get so full that I I feel the need to wear a mask in order yeah. to deal with it. <laughs> it is a biohazard at that point. Yeah, that used to be the first roommate I had because she would take the garbage out a lot. And we because you wouldn't take the garbage out? That's not what I oh, said. Oh, because of periods? No. It was because I didn't take it out ever. <laughs> you were right the first time. <laughs> 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 but it would get to the point because I'm like incredibly comfortable with letting the garbage fill up to a point where it is literally you have to balance the next piece of trash <laughs> so it doesn't topple to the ground. <laughs> Are you the kind of person who, when you pass a public trash can that's filled to the brim, like overflowing, you still put garbage on top of a public one as well? I try not to. Okay. But we did have a school assembly about that once. Really? After we saw Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets as a field trip, what had happened was (laughs) uh, we got to go and see Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets as a school field trip. And like, that's a sick field trip. It was like middle school. Okay. And after the movie was over, everybody came out and put their all their trash into one trash can. It was mm. like overflowing. And some teacher opened her fucking Nokia flip phone and captured it in 2D. Then they showed it at an assembly and was like, look at you, you filthy bastards. <laughs> <laughs> they made us, they had to pull down the whole projector screen and do it on the big screen and be like, you disgust us. Oh. My God. You're an, an embarrassment to this community. And now we'll never go to the movies again. You know what movie my brother got to see? Titanic. Full titties. They Whoa. didn't know because it was still yeah. new. They were like, this is historical fiction. It's educational. Yeah. Remember when there was a period also in school? also sex ed. When they were like, all we're going to learn about is the fucking disaster of the Titanic. Yeah. It takes up so much time. And like romanticize it. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know what's fucked up? What? The fact that Abraham Lincoln was president. Mm -hmm. Charles Darwin was discovering evolution. Mm -hmm. And Napoleon was king of France. No, that doesn't make any sense because Napoleon to me is like way before then. Right, because right? the way he yeah. dressed. Like, yeah. Abraham Lincoln, okay, you're dressing like a modern gentleman. Yeah, you got a We still hat, dress like that, basically. But yeah. That's why Abraham Lincoln is a perfect example of if you're tall, people want to fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> He's just tall. His whole personality. He was, was tall. one of those people who had that where it was like, oh, it's just his best friend. And it was like, no, actually, they were gargling each other's balls. <laughs> Do you think Abraham Lincoln had his pubes were as long as his hair? When did we start manscaping? Ooh, very good question. Ryan Seacrest. He was the first. Yeah, that was patient zero. Yeah, remember when men didn't groom before Ryan Seacrest? They were like, he's the first man to ever groom himself. (laughs) And they made a whole new label for him. Anyway, how are electric devices thinking that I am supposed to know what voltage is? What the fuck is voltage? Because 
sometimes a, a piece of electrical equipment will be like, make sure you don't plug this into an outlet that is over 13 volts or whatever. And I'm like, guess what? I have no fucking clue what that is. So I hope I don't burn down my entire building. Why do they make set like multiple categories of voltage? Like yeah, just make, make one it one voltage. thing. This is America. Yeah. We don't have any of that fancy, you know, oh, this is an English plug and it's got 17 different prongs. Yeah. Why is that a thing? All countries in the whole world should just use the same outlet situation. Agree. Um, I, yeah, every time I buy a new electronic product or something that like you hear that people got in trouble from. Recalls? The fact that recalling is a thing is terrifying. Yeah. They're like, oh. This thing that went through rounds of testing and we actually produced like thousands of them and millions of people bought it. Um, It might kill you. (laughs) I can't believe that I haven't been a victim of something that needed to be recalled. You probably have. I don't know. Some of them are so wild and I just feel like I'm primed for that. Yeah. I've never had to send something back. I don't know. Like sometimes there's cars where the brakes just stop working. Oh, yeah. That kind of thing. I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. That would happen to me. I also think like we've covered these stories on Unhappy Hour before of like, oh, we're recalling romaine lettuce. Not once have I changed my food choices based on hearing about that. No. And I feel like I eat all the foods that get recalled. But then I'll be like, why do I randomly have diarrhea on a (laughs) Thursday? It's like, oh, right. I forget that diarrhea is um, like not Uh, normal. (laughs) It's like a sign of something wrong. (laughs) Like it's like a symptom. Right. Yeah. But I'm like, it's a Tuesday to me. Yeah, no, that shouldn't be happening. (laughs) That's definitely wrong. It's gotten better. I do remember first hearing like, you know, oh, this is the difference between having poop that floats and poop that sinks. And it's like, those are the only two options. (laughs) What about poop that seamlessly blends in with the water? Okay. I should clarify that I have solid poop and I'm proud of it. <laughs> it's taken a while to get here, but we we made it. Next, the fact that people chase tornadoes as like a hobby. You don't know where that guy's going. Yeah. Go away. I away s- from the tornado. I watched a tornado chasing video this week, which was actually pretty brave of me, considering I used to have a very big phobia of twisters, as we call them. Wow. I could not watch the movie Twister. I've never seen it, actually. Yeah, but I do know it's you? like pretty famously about tornadoes. Yeah. The cow. Starring Elizabeth Taylor. And Julia. Gandhi. What? Yeah, that's where he spent his hunger strike. On the set of Twister? That's always great if you're looking to not eat. <laughs> Go work in a high-pressure environment. Do you know what I mean? I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm just giving adv- advice. Um. <laughs> Where? Can you just, like, take me on the journey your brain went on? I said that Gandhi worked on the film Twister. Uh-huh. Uh, while he was on Hunger Strike. 
And that, like, that was a great way to distract him from the fact that he was hungry. It was to work in a high pressure film. I see. But it came across as if I was giving advice on how to have an eating disorder. Yes, it sure did. Instead of what I was really doing, which is encouraging people to stand up for something via hunger strike and then to work on a, the film Twister in the middle of it. Anyway, I was deathly afraid of tornadoes. I used to hide uh, in the closet, pun intended, during storms. And um, yeah, was fully convinced on a number of occasions that we were all going to die. I mean, because it was possible. Yeah. My mom had a cousin who did die in a tornado. That's scary. Famously. And my grandma R. claims R. that she foresaw it in a dream. <laughs> Incredible. I'm obsessed with your grandma. Okay, I don't want to make fun of her on the podcast, but I will. Because my grandma definitely... I do feel like this is kind of a grandma thing. This is me trying to make it relatable. <laughs> <laughs> is that, like, my grandma, like, claims to be kind of psychic? Mm, yeah. I do feel like that is a grandma thing, though. Yeah, yeah. There are, like, a lot of people who think they're psychics. My grandma, my grandma also predicted that she... Um, or she saw a psychic once. Who mm. told her that one day she'd win a bunch of money and then like a die right after? And, and she, she won... plays bingo. Yeah, she's, she's really risky. But she won ten thousand dollars at bingo once. Yeah, and she's still kicking it. Knock on wood. You make sure you are in a good part of the will, because she's gonna win even bigger than ten k. Is what that means. She's gonna win a lot of money, and you better be on her good side. Then she's going to croak and you won't be broke. No, I'm not going to bump <laughs> it. Um, here's what else I don't like. What, what is furni- furniture that expands into other furniture? Go fuck yourself. Pick a fucking lane. Okay. I don't like this transformer furniture that no. I see where people are like, oh, look, it's my wall. Just kidding. It's my fucking bedroom. <laughs> and then they pull a lever and an entire bed set falls from the wall. <laughs> Murphy's the beds. Murphy beds. Yeah. Exist. Like, I don't. What depression era shit are people sleeping in? I guess this is probably most common in like New York. Yeah. In studio apartments. Where some broker is like, look at this vintage living. Um, You can live right next to this hotel cockroach. Cockroach hotel. And also, your entire bed f- folds up into a square <laughs> the size of a throw pillow. Convenient. I feel like I really nailed that execution. You did. Um, what else? I don't... This was a pretty classic high thought, but I just don't care how is wind. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so physical? I feel like I've been very conscious of the wind lately. Mm, it has been very windy. Yeah. Or I'm, every time I go outside, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, stop <laughs> pushing me around. Yeah. Like, this is chill out. What and I'm famously from the Windy City. Yeah. Which has nothing to do with wind. But no, it's about politics. You know what? I I'll hate when people bring that up. Crack your head open. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But the point is, when needs to chill out? Also, how does it work? And does it ever stop? Technically? Does it just keep going around the earth? Like around and around transforming? 
Right. Is Does there it ever have- any part of the world where there's no wind? Probably not. We'd all die, I bet. And I know some bitch with a PhD is going to write in, oh, here's how wind works. I drew you a goddamn diagram. You can save your fucking degree. I don't give a shit. <laughs> what else? What is ranch dressing? I actually was recently discussing this because it's delicious. Was that with you? No. Really? I just don't understand. I've always accepted ranch as someone from the Midwest. I've accepted ranch as its own distinct it's just item. Ranch. It's yeah. on a periodic table. Uh-huh. It is the, the, the simplest form of whatever it is. Hydrogen ranch. Exactly. Yeah. Never even possibly considered that it could be made at home. Right. Like the idea that it is actually made out of several other ingredients combined together. And ingredients that like you could buy. Uh, but I still don't even know what ingredients like mayonnaise, mayonnaise, Eggs? buttermilk. <gasps> yeah, buttermilk. Oh, right. buttermilk ranch. And then some herbs. Also, just the fact that you get butter from milk is fucked up. That was always my favorite part of Lincoln Park Zoo had like a farm area. And one time they had a woman there showing you how to crank butter and then you got to taste it. And I tasted heaven. I just, no disrespect to the great rural farmers of our nation, I don't want to do that for a second. No. I don't even like thinking about a cow tit. Let alone stroking it. And I've seen the videos, okay? The fact that you have to grab it with your pinky, no, you grab it with your thumb and pointer finger and then you squeeze it down. You seem to know a lot about this for something you never want to do. You go like that. I do not want to watch you try to <laughs> pretend. Especially while the microphone is directly <laughs> in my lap. The point is, I don't um, I don't envy the life of a farmer, but I do respect it. I just fucking love butter. Oh, right. We were talking about butter. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah, when people are like churning butter with like a tub that has like, like a, a wooden barrel. stick. It's like yeah. get a KitchenAid. <laughs> It's so much easier. Yeah. But also, yeah, I mean, on the topic of like ranch dressing, I do firmly believe like don't make anything that you could just buy for like a dollar. I don't know how much a gallon of ranch is. A gallon? (laughs) I'm buying ranch by the motherfucking gallon. Yeah. The other thing is to me, ranch similar to mayonnaise, they actually did perfect it in a factory. Like no homemade ranch or homemade mayonnaise is going to be better oh, than what you buy. Don't get me started about mayonnaise. The fact that mayonnaise is just eggs and oil. Have you ever made mayonnaise? No, absolutely not. It's not as good. Here's the deal. And my next thought is that I do actually drink milk. Mm. I know as an adult. I haven't drank it in a while, but I would. You would, you just, you're like, hmm, I'm, I've got a craving for some milk. Not even that. You're just like, oh, I'm thirsty. What I do mean, I have in the fridge? Oh, I'll pour a glass of milk. Listen, I think multiple things can be true. Okay. One, we were all lied to as children by the milk lobby who oh, yeah. said, drink your milk is going to make your bones big and strong. Well, tell that to my fractured wrist. Oh. <gasps> I drink milk every day. Every day. And I still broke everything in my body. We were conditioned. We It was propaganda. Yeah. They were like, here's milk at every, every step of the day you got milk. Every hot person you've ever seen, every celebrity, 
we're going to throw a huge, ugly milk stash on them. And you're going to think this is hot. And then you're going to want to drink milk. Yeah. And it fucking worked. Yeah. I was like, glug, glug. Give me that sweet, sweet milk. Um, But the most disgusting thing I did was... I my ideal combination oh no was hot pizza and a glass of cold milk that is <laughs> not that, that did long-term damage not joking at all I it's I wouldn't think it would be I thought there was nothing better than like the feeling of a hot cheesy pizza and then the like soothing cool milk not to be an enabler but I actually think there's some some real truth to that because when you go from hot pizza to water in the thickness scale, you're going from one end of the spectrum to the other. But milk yeah. is a little thicker. It's going to feel it's going to go down easier following such an experience. I got a lot of shit for this as a child. People would be they would gasp. I the number of faintings that I caused. And I was always like, you can't stop me. You, you'll pry this gallon of milk up my cold dead hands um and i'd say that obviously squatting over the pizza beating my chest like an orangutan <laughs> anyway should we move on to the last point yeah last point you know what fucked me up was learning that milk is actually acidic shut up dairy is acidic i know it causes acid reflux right so it's gotta be acid yeah oh shit because I remember my uncle always being like, ew, you're drinking milk with pizza? Like, don't aren't you worried that, like, the acid from the sauce will, like, curdle the milk in your stomach? Which, A, is just not how no, the no, body works. No. And B, yeah, it's like there's already cheese. I love thinking that a stomach is an oven. Basically. Yeah. I feel like if you swallowed a piece of raw dough, it would turn into bread in your stomach. Yeah, for sure. It's always like, oh, stomach acid is the strongest substance that could burn through body. I hear that all the time. Then how is it in our bodies? I just made that up. Oh, okay. That's how. I cannot think about organs. Start thinking and then I don't stop. Or blood flow. I'm not. I actually get lightheaded the second I start thinking about blood flowing through my body. Yeah, that's why it's very difficult for me to like work out and have bigger veins is because I get weak headed thinking about veins <laughs> and the fact that I can like see and they're just like, like carrying blood throughout our bodies at all times and I like don't I don't have any control over it or like think about doing it it just does that do you remember learning that your blood is like blue inside of you <laughs> <laughs> no and then it turns red because the oxygen and the air. Yeah. Fuck, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, because bruises. Famously blue. I don't like thinking about that. I also remember hearing, um, and I don't remember if this is fact or if it was just like a kid that had crusty boogers on his nose all the time (laughs) who would always say things like fact and then I would believe him. You mean the human encyclopedia? Why was there always one kid whose nose was just like arid? Because the parents were just like, I'm not touching that. That's true. I remember hearing from this kid that it's actually the physical experience of your stomach digesting food Mm -hmm. is actually the worst pain you can possibly imagine. But your brain, because it's like a necessary function, just like doesn't recognize it. Absolutely don't believe that. 
even one bit. I just don't know how they would know that. Yeah, exactly. Who, how would you, who are you testing that on? I don't know, but it really sunk into my brain. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that sounds true to me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, as a kid, I definitely would. The thing is, though, it probably is true. Anything could be true. The amount of stuff I believed in the past, I thought mold would grow on my finger because I touched mold at the bottom of a pumpkin. <laughs> This has been Matt's High Thoughts with occasional grumblings from Barry. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. We'll be live next week at the usual hour. Um, And now traffic. It's probably bad. But I don't have a helicopter, so you're going to have to just go for it. That was the helicopter. Good night. Goodbye. Have a have a good one and sweet dreams. All right, we're almost there. We're almost at the end of the show. But first, our chasers. Chasers are the good stuff that helps all the bad shit go down easier. Starting with Do Better White People, where we highlight some anti-racism resources and other actions we could take to make our world a little bit better. I did want to highlight once again, since we've last recorded, the number of don't say gay bills has multiplied. It went into effect officially in Florida. Uh, It was signed into law. And then since then, we've also uh, a number of other states have introduced their version of it. I wanted to talk about it in particular because some asshole on Twitter tweeted at me. I'm I don't think it was an unhappy hour listener. I think it was a response to just a tweet who was like, I hope you know that this bill is just about, like, not teaching this stuff to kindergartners and preschoolers. If any of you actually read the bill, you would know that. And I, first of all, bitch, (laughs) I did know that. Uh, And it's still bad. And it's still bad, okay? Because, first of all, this is not people being like, Hello, first graders. Here's how you do anal sex. (laughs) That's not what's happening, okay? What this means is that if there are gay teachers in Florida, they will literally not be allowed to talk about their personal lives at all. And, of course, if you're um, a homophobe, you might be hearing that and being like, yeah, they shouldn't be anyway. (laughs) But it's like, it might sound weird to be like, yeah, it's teachers should talk about their personal lives but like how many teachers did you have as a kindergartner or preschooler like they have pictures of their families on their desk it's stuff like that yeah I mean these are very simple arguments to me um, and so it feels very ridiculous to be just uh, like reciting them but yeah the idea that like any Disney movie, literally any Disney movie from our childhood, all had some version of, like, a guy kissing a girl. Yeah. And that is not problematic. The only thing that's problematic is that it's two people of the same sex. Right. Obviously, I'm attacking this person who made this argument for being, A, an idiot, B, a homophobe, and C, presuming that I don't actually understand what's going on. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, it's obviously, like... If you're addressing the reality of this bill, it is, of course, ridiculous because nobody is like, yeah, let's show hardcore gay porn to (laughs) kindergartners. But 
It's also not about that at all. It's not a practical bill that people actually intend to put into effect. The purpose of it is to get people angry. And the people that are going to be angry and go to the polls and believe this shit are the people who are homophobic. And this is clearly just a like a smoke signal to start the shit because you already see people now encroaching on like gay marriage and not to even mention like trans rights and all of that stuff. So it is pretty fucked. Mm-hmm situation is dire and so wanted to once again highlight equality florida obviously it's been then signed into law in florida but equality florida is joining this lawsuit to challenge the law in florida so like i said this is happening in a whole bunch of states so florida is just one kind of battleground i guess but i feel like because that's where a lot of people are focusing their energy it's important to to fight it So uh, I wanted to include the link to Equality Florida once again. You can donate to them. You can join some of the action that they have, including signing some of the um, petitions or writing to the Congress people there um, and then donating money, if you can, to uh, to the organizations that are actually fighting on the ground. So that's that. Moving on. What TV have you been watching this week? I have been watching Bridgerton season two, featuring Hawkeye March Madness champion of 2022, Jonathan Bailey, um, in all his sexy glory. Um, I really enjoy this season. I think I only have like one episode left. I didn't really know anything about the second season going into it. Um, and yeah, I'm liking it. Also, uh, the woman who plays Kate, who's like the main love interest for Jonathan Bailey this season, is Simone Ashley, who plays Olivia in Sex Education, is like mm, the most beautiful woman in the world. And she's so good. She's so good. It's just such a it's such a fun show. So that is what I'm watching. In addition to Better Call Saul, very different vibes. Um, and I'm we're, we're on like season five now of Better Call Saul. So we are making our way through. What about you? What are you watching? I need to start watching Better Call Saul. I don't, yeah, I don't think I've really watched anything new this week. We watched a lot of TikTok last night. (laughs) I have watched a lot of TikTok. (laughs) Why is it spicy? (laughs) I hate that so much. (laughs) Yeah, I guess Abbott Elementary is is the finale this week. Um, Oh, I'm going to miss it. So watched that. Yeah, I need, I need to work through some of the old shows that I I need to catch up on. Download some stuff before you get on those planes. I know. Um, What's your non-TV chaser? My non-TV chaser is a podcast. Great. It's called Normal Gossip. This is not a sponsored ad. I just genuinely really enjoy it. Shout out to Melissa, our other producer, uh, who really pushed me to listen. Um, It is what it sounds like. It is a host who brings on comedians and other people uh, and just walks them through gossip that is sent to them. So it's not like celebrity gossip. It's like very detailed, ridiculous, gossipy stories. And it's really fun. And I've really been enjoying it. So that is my non-TV chaser for the week. What about you? My non-TV chaser is crochet. Crochet! (laughs) Yay! I was so excited for you to say crochet! I started to crochet. I don't know what really sponsored this. TikTok. I don't know. The answer is TikTok. No, it wasn't, honestly. Really? Yeah. I don't know what what spurred it on is what I was trying to say. I hope it was my influence of embroidery. It wasn't. Okay. (laughs) That's fine. That I can say. (laughs) 
<laughs> Which, by the way, not to make this about me, but I've been really good at embroidery and I've continued the habit strong. I have to say, uh, yeah, I, I started crocheting. Mostly I like bought like a basic little kit mm-hmm. and tried to start and immediately was like, this is impossible. <laughs> I don't know how anybody did this. I don't know what all of these women in the 1800s were even doing. Like what thing? I don't know how they did it without YouTube. Because <laughs> God bless like teenage girls on YouTube who have taught me how to crochet. Because <laughs> everything I've learned in the last week has been because I just followed along to a YouTube video. Yeah. So pretty impressive i would say yeah but i'm self-taught. getting the hang of it i do yeah just in general i think i was looking for some type of activity that was not on my phone uh-huh. that i could do like while watching tv or listening to a podcast yep. that was also something i guess kind of practical uh-huh. so you mean like exactly the reasons why i took up embroidery and then said those exact words when i took up embroidery but yeah sure i had no influence on you and why you ended up doing crochet i was looking for something similar <laughs> for those reasons but yeah. the app, the option of crochet well i didn't say that the option of crochet specifically i so just meant just a hobby you inspired a no, hobby a crafting hobby like that? I refuse We're to We're going to have credit. crafting nights. No. Yes. Now, because of this behavior, I won't allow it. <laughs> oh, my other chaser is deviled eggs, by the way. Wow. Okay. Hard <laughs> left turn there. <laughs> I'm just really excited for Easter because I just know how many deviled eggs I'll eat. It's actually upsetting when I think about it because, like, I usually have three scrambled eggs a day. And even that, I'm like, I, that seems like a lot. Yeah. But when I eat deviled eggs, the amount of eggs consumed <laughs> total is, like, no longer a factor. <laughs> no. I can eat an entire dozen else. eggs. Yeah. Don't you think they should be called something else on Easter? Yeah, I don't know why it's deviled. Yeah, that just seems really sacrilege for that day. My mom and my aunt make, like, rival deviled eggs, Ooh. and it's very funny to me. And they taste almost exactly the same, <laughs> and yet they both are very passive-aggressive to one another about, like, who likes which one. Every year my mom will be like, do you, whose do you like more? <laughs> and then I have to be like, it's... I don't like either of them more. They're just different. Wow. How diplomatic. One has more like mustard and is a little like more savory. One is a little more sweet probably. Ew. What? That's the wrong. Do you mean like spicier? When you eat it, do you ask yourself? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is over. That's it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening to Unhappy Hour. You can buy merch at unhappyhourshop.com. So you can head to the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Follow us, rate us, review us, but only if it's nice. I don't want to hear your shit. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Studios. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Melissa Slaughter, Marisa Roscoe, and me, Matt Belisai. Hadim Jang, Meredith Rice, and Kurt Courtney help out with our socials. Special thanks to Jenna Weiss-Berman and Max Linsky. Our music is by Hansdale Sue. You can bother Barry at Finkelberry Pie. You can worship me at Matt Belisai. You can follow Unhappy Hour Pod on Twitter and Unhappy Hour on Instagram for all the latest podcast buzz. You can leave a voicemail on our rant hotline at 601-600-RANT. That's 601-600-7268. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Uh, Bye-bye.
We listen to a lot of Anya after our 420 recording. <laughs> we only listened like four songs and yet it Holy felt like an entire time. hour of Anya. <laughs> sail away, sail away, sail away. <laughs> I did a full dance. <laughs> <sighs> It was very upsetting. <laughs> That's it.